Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. One late night, I was scrolling TikTok and came across a clip where a girl was teaching a workshop about how to record a wedding video with your phone. I did some lurking and found a bundle of videos that poured a ton of education, made me laugh, and even made me cry over strangers' wedding vows and speeches. As a connector, I love when I can introduce my friends to other friends or offer referrals for my favorite products or service-based businesses. With such a big and wide network, I am very rarely reaching out to new people, aka strangers on the internet. With Sav's genuine smile and authenticity, her TikTok looked like we would instantly be friends. So I reached out through her TikTok, found her on Instagram, and sent her a DM. I quickly introduced myself and offered her a feature on my podcast. Within two weeks from that one DM, we exchanged information, sent a couple voice memos, and recorded this podcast. I know I have a new videographer friend in Missouri that makes wedding videos on her phone. Oh my gosh. Sav is a wife, a mama, a marketing manager, and of course, a wedding videographer. She's a lover of emotion and truth when it comes to her wedding films and prides herself on creating unique and personalized experiences for every couple she works with. In today's episode, we'll be chatting all about how she cracked into the wedding industry with just her phone, posing and leaving room for magic on wedding days, navigating entrepreneurship, creating content to help share your heart and business, and so much more. Social media can be a really scary place and often leaves us feeling drained with every scroll. But I also believe it can be a beautiful tool to find new connections and friendships. I'm beyond grateful to introduce you to Sav, a girl and her phone. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome to the party, Savannah. I'm so grateful we can chat today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. Well, let's dive right in. And I would love to know 
how filming weddings with your iPhone completely changed your life. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I always, we're like getting deep right off the bat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I, I always wanted to be great at something. And growing up, I could only find the things I was good at. I was good enough to participate, but I was never great enough to be the one that stood out, if that makes sense. And I don't know if it's my personality, but I guess I like to stand out. (laughs) Um, I always, I just always thought that I was, I'd be so frustrated no matter how hard I practiced at singing or dancing or anything. I could just never be great at it until this came along. And I've loved filmmaking for my entire life. Um, even my my dad could never take videos of me as a baby because I, all I wanted to do was hold the camera. Um, so I've always been more interested in being behind the camera than in front of it. So I think it just finally did something for inside me that was like, this is the thing I'm great at. This is my thing. Um, and that's just such a good feeling. Yes. Well, I love how you mentioned too, how you bring it all the way back to when you were a toddler or like you have those instincts, you have those things that spark joy. And the fact that you can actually turn this into your career is, is such a beautiful gift. And you're sharing that with everybody. So how did that even start? How did this even kind of come into play where you actually started filming weddings with your phone? So I was a bridesmaid in a wedding in 2017. And um, this was one of my good friends. She didn't have a videographer for her wedding. Like a lot of people back then didn't. It was either like you didn't have one or like, wow, that was a luxury. Um, So I don't know if it was divine inspiration or what. That's all I can chalk it up to, honestly, because I don't know what else would have possessed me to think I should go around with my iPhone and then like, you know, I have a basic knowledge of iMovie, just put something together for her and surprise her on her honeymoon. So that's what I did. I went around with my iPhone seven, um, when she was busy doing bride things and snuck around and got clips and put them together for her. And she loved it. Um, so that's just kind of what started it. But what really kicked off, like what birthed a girl on her phone was around a year and a half later. So December of the following year, we ran into one of the other bridesmaids from that wedding in Hobby Lobby. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm already regretting not getting a videographer. Her wedding was the next day. So she was on her way to her rehearsal dinner. And so of course, like it's too late. Well, no, because I was like, hey, I did this for, um, you know, Mariah. How would you feel if I just came tomorrow. Like, I don't have anything better to do. Would your photographer mind? Like, you know, I'll stay out of the way. And so I went, I made her a little video. It got posted on Facebook and my DMs started blowing up because people were like, oh my gosh, could this be like an affordable videographer option? Somebody new. Um, So locally, I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? So I looked at my husband and I was like, I think I accidentally started a business. (laughs) Um, and then that same night I like started a Facebook page and came up with the name, a girl on her phone. And the rest is literally history. 
Oh my gosh, Seth. I literally have the chills right now. Like you oh. are speaking so much light and love. And I love how this like half stance kind of thing happened, but yet it was, I feel like divine, right? Like it was like this like divine intervention where you happen to see your friend in Hobby Lobby. And then, oh my gosh, I mean, I know you have a little family, like having that free time, right? Like on that Saturday to just show up and do things like this is how magic happens. This is so inspiring. Uh, well, this was even before I had the little family. I wasn't even married yet. I was planning my own wedding at the time, actually. So my husband and I were not yet married. We didn't have our little baby yet. Um, so he's not a little baby anymore. He's three years old, but um, he's still my little baby. So yeah, yeah. Um, back then, Sad Sav had way more free time than Sav does now. Um, but that is how, yeah. So, but besides everything, all the pieces came together. So Wow. Oh my goodness. So one thing that I love to do, and I actually love educating on and teaching on is capturing behind the scenes at weddings. Like that's my thing, right? I'm not quite like at the forefront. I'm not, I'm absolutely not replacing a videographer on the actual wedding day or for those wedding experiences. But I love the behind the scenes. I feel like they really are just little mini home videos and the real and the raw moments. So I would love for you to share some key tips or some tools that you use that can level up our iPhones. I feel like all of us have access to this, right? So what are some things that you use to really level up that quality of video? Absolutely. Um, I'll start with things that you can do right now that is like, you don't even have to go buy gear. You can use this on your iPhone. So the first tip I would say is if you're going to shoot in the native camera app, manually adjust your exposure you can do that by when you tap the little box to focus and then you can drag down the little sun. Um, iPhone naturally kind of blows the highlights up a little bit. So I believe you can yield a better, more high quality looking result if you just drag that exposure down a little bit. Um, get a little more control out of your native camera app that way. Um, something fun you can do is download an app like Dazcam and you can take behind the scenes in 16 millimeter looking footage, VHS footage. Um, so where people are spending thousands of dollars on vintage cameras or developing film and stuff, you can get that same similar look on your iPhone for so much less in the Dazcam app. Um, so that could be a level, like a level up to your behind the scenes. If you really want to take it another step further, I would suggest getting a cage or a rig like the Beast Grip rig or the Moment cage. It's going to still allow you the freedom of handheld, but it's going to give you more stability. So your footage is going to be less shaky. You're going to have more control. Um, and then you can also do things like get a Moment 58 millimeter lens. And that is just really going to tie everything together and take your footage from level one to level three really quick. Um, so, but yeah, you don't have to buy stuff to, you know, like level up your footage. You could also download Filmic Pro. You do have to pay a little bit every month for it, but to me, it's worth it. Um, gives you like almost complete manual control over your iPhone's camera. Um, so yeah, there's so much you can do with your iPhone and it's just little changes that can take it from one level to the next. But man, when you start stacking those levels, I mean, your footage is going to start shooting through the roof. You're going to not be able to believe what you can create. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for dropping those little nuggets. We will for sure be adding your links to make sure that people can just one tap, find all these products and all these tools. Cause you're right. A lot of us already have this 
this magic in our pocket in our phones already, but being able to up level some of that, some of that equipment is just going to take you to the next level. So that's awesome. Absolutely. So I would love for you to share with us. So as a wedding photographer, I I often kind of like, I call them instead of being black and white, I kind of create these like watercolor moments where they kind of like blend together. And um, I'm constantly concerned about creating moments, right? Like actually triggering moments, posing moments, and then also letting things happen organically. So I would love for you, if you can kind of actually take us behind the scenes and kind of narrate some tips and tricks that you would do on a wedding day to kind of blend the two, right? Like being pushy and making things happen, but then also just letting the day unfold naturally. Something I love about working with photographers is everybody has their own different style of how they like to pose, how they like to direct, which essentially means I could have totally different looking footage every time. So whenever it comes to directing, I do like to hand the reins over mostly to the photographer. Um, I always can input when needed. Um, But I also found when I would be shooting, um, the photographer would give directions And maybe it's 10 to 15 seconds of creating a moment and then the moment stops. And then about five to 10 seconds later, we're creating another moment. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And I would find myself that I would press record and record what was going on under the photographer's direction. Then as soon as what the photographer had directed to happen stopped, I stopped recording. And I found myself missing these magical little moments in between posing And um, so now I don't stop recording because sometimes between poses, couples are going to give a little kiss. They are going to laugh together. They're going to just melt into each other. And you're shaking your head because you know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) And those are the magical moments. I mean, the the posed and the scripted moments are important too, but um, just making sure we're not missing those moments. It's so easy to just be wrapped up in what we've directed. But if you really want to get those like little nuggets, like you're talking about, make sure you're paying attention to those in between moments too, because that's when the sweet, authentic, like magic is happening right there. And you don't even have to make it happen. You just have to be ready to capture it. So that is one of my biggest things I've learned with like shooting sunset portraits and all of those moments like that. Yes. Well, I love that you shared that because I, yes, I'm over here like, yes, yes. I'm yes. like, for you. I know yes. people listening can't see this. Um, But I also will use that same, same effect or, you know, same opportunity, even just photographing family shots. Like I know that there are so many moments and I know you're familiar with this too, with, with, you know, all your weddings and all of your experience. But like, I love those moments after it's like a parent photo or those moments with the grandmother, like she's wearing her cute little dress. And then two seconds after the photographer says, okay, smile, cheese. What do they do? They go in for that kiss. They go in for that hug. They go in for that like tickle or that handshake. And those are the moments that I live for. So I'm so thankful that you're actively seeking these moments too. Yes. And, but it came from me having to learn the hard way from missing them. Like those were the moments I wanted to capture, but I was missing them. Why? Because I was only focused on capturing the moments that were being orchestrated by the photographer and by me. Um, so it's like 
10 seconds before and 10 seconds after that direction is given, like pay attention because that's when those magical moments I guarantee you are going to happen. So if you're not ready, you're going to miss it. And then you're going to have to ask them to recreate it, which is never as sweet as capturing it the first time. Yes. Oh, these are such great tips. Oh my goodness. Well, one thing that I've experienced too, especially on wedding days, um, we all have to have a little bit of thick skin, right? Cause I've dealt with the uncle Bob's that are asking me, Oh, what are you shooting? Or what lens do you have? Or, and I'm like really not a techie person. I'm more of a people person. <laughs> so, so I actually used to be afraid of when wedding guests would ask questions about my gear. So I would love to hear about any of your experiences or how you've maybe even experienced some like backlash or some kind of like question or puzzled looks about people looking at you and your iPhone as you're actually capturing this. Like, have you had any eye rolls or any maybe discouragement from wedding guests or even friends that think, what is she doing with her iPhone? This is not professional. Like, I really want to unpack this thought. So there's several different um, like scenarios or times and places. So let's talk about wedding days. I really get nothing but love on wedding days. Um, Maybe a time or two have I experienced something from a photographer, never from a guest. I only get the nicest, sweetest responses or people being like, are you using your phone? That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, can I see what your screen looks like? what's that app you're filming in? Like, it's just genuine excitement and encouragement. Um, and usually photographers are so great too. I have really not had too many negative experiences. I'm so fortunate. Um, I have had some friends in the industry be like, Sav, okay, like joke's over. When are you getting a camera, girl? Like, come on, you need to be the filmmaker. We know you can be you know, and that's kind of been the running joke. I don't know if it's just here on like the local Joplin, Kansas city market here, but there's like, well, we better hope Sav never gets a camera. Cause if she does like it's game over for everybody, you know what I mean? Just jokes like that, you know, but the worst backlash I really get are from people who don't know me at all and aren't here. And they are other photographers and videographers online. And there's two things that come to mind when I think of backlash on the internet and hate comments is the first thing, no one more successful than you is ever going to leave you a hate comment ever. So don't even give it them any time of day. And the second thing is, is that when you read the comments, really they're coming from a place of ignorance. And I don't want to call people ignorant, but sometimes their mindset and their comments come from a mindset of ignorance because they don't understand which is kind of why I'm here doing the dang thing because I'm trying to educate and trying to teach people of why this can be and is a legitimate a legitimate thing. Um, it may look different than everybody else's and people may not understand it at first, but um, yeah. So I try to not let hate comments get me down when they're directed at my work. I am a people pleaser. So when people come at me directly, it does hurt my feelings a little bit. But you got to just shake it off, um, Taylor Swift. And <laughs> um, and yeah, so really, I've gotten responses from every end of the spectrum. But um, on wedding days, I have no problems. And I'm so fortunate for that. 
That makes my heart so happy because I really do feel that you're actually embodying this confidence and you like you're in charge. You're there to create and capture. And anybody that sees that live is going to appreciate it and want to learn more. Right. So I think it's I think I want to give you more credit for that, where I just feel like it's not just your phone. Like, yes, you're a girl with a phone, but it's you, Sad. Like, it's just such an incredible experience. Thank you for saying that. That's so kind. Um, and yeah, I I have never been more confident in anything I've ever decided to do besides, you know, getting married and having my family. Outside of that, I mean, truly my iPhone, my gear, when I'm holding it, feels like an extension of my body. Um, I look like I have confidence doing it because I have confidence doing it because of the amount of hours of practice and education I've put into what I do. Um, I joke and say I could film a wedding in my sleep backwards because I really could at this point. Um, So I'm glad that confidence comes across. And it's definitely not a fake it till you make it confidence. Maybe it used to be in the beginning when I was building it, but it's not anymore. So that means a lot for you to say that. Absolutely. Well, and I just have to also clear the air too and share for anyone listening. Stop. This is the first time I've ever seen your face, <laughs> like in real life. Like, I mean, like I've seen you on TikTok, like, right. But like, we haven't had like a one-on-one conversation. And I think this is the beauty of sharing your story, sharing your light and getting yourself online, which I am like, obviously a huge advocate for. And So I would love to share a little bit more about TikTok because that's how I found you. So for anyone that's curious, I am obviously like a TikTok scroller. I love looking (laughs) there for, I love TikTok for inspiration, but I really also love it for finding my people. And that's what I noticed right away when I came across your profile. I actually saw one of your, it was like a, it was like a spliced screen of behind the scenes and then the real wedding day footage. And your little caption was, can you tell the difference? And so as soon as I saw that, I'm like, whoa. And so I started diving in. I started looking at your, all of your videos and all of your comments and captions. And I just was hooked. So I would love for you to share a little bit more about your TikTok experience. What what is your relationship with TikTok like? How did it get started? And how can anyone listening actually use it as leverage to find really awesome creatives? Okay, great question. I don't get to talk about TikTok a lot. So this is kind of fun. So I should mention too, like, this is not my day job. Um, This is my side gig turned, I don't know what, but um, I am a marketing manager for my family's internet business. So I have my, one of my degrees is in marketing. So I feel like, you know, this is something I'm practicing a lot. So maybe that comes across online in my strategy. That's because I'm doing it all the time. (laughs) Um, I'm educated in it. So I'm happy to share. So TikTok, I was on there just personally, and I started posting things on my personal page about a girl on her phone. And I think I just saw like some of the opportunity that I could have. And I thought, you know, I'm going to give it the good college try. And if nothing happens, it's fine. But like, let's see what can happen. So it wasn't this past December, but the December before that. So I really haven't had a girl on her phone on TikTok for very long at all. And, you know, it was flop after flop after flop, which is you know, most of us are not going to, most of our videos aren't going to fly. They're going to flop. And that's okay. You just got to keep going until you find what sticks. And then I found what sticks and it was TikTok like wedding speeches. And 
The bad thing about those is I only have so many of them that are half decent, that are either really emotional or really funny. Um, So it's content that I can't just pump out all the time. I'm like totally out of good content for wedding speeches. But whenever my first video hit like 100,000, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, we've got to keep this thing going. So I started digging through the archives of finding all of the wedding speeches from the past two, two, three years, however far back I could go and started posting them. And that is what gave me the momentum then to create other types of content. Um, So my following, it grew slowly, but you don't want to get a million followers overnight. You really don't. You want to put in the time and the hard work when it comes to social media, because If you have one video that goes viral and you get your following from that, you're going to have no idea how to manage. Like that is a huge thing to steward. Um, And so I think time and even failing can help build, have the building blocks for success for social media. Um, That's like on Instagram, I've posted God knows how many reels, but I've had maybe two or three of them perform well, which have gotten me my followers. So You know, it's not like you can look at someone and be like, oh, well, you know, you're an overnight success. It's like, no, no, no. Scroll all the way back to the beginning and see (laughs) all of the videos that got 20 views and no comments. And you just got to keep pushing through that. And I think ways that people um, can leverage TikTok to find, did you say find other like people in the community, like other creators? Yeah, just other people that you can relate to. I just, I love that. Yes. Um, honestly, I love intentional scrolling. Um, so I don't think I coined that term, but I use that term. What I will do is, whether it's Instagram or TikTok, I'll get on for 30 minutes and I will intentionally scroll to find whatever I'm looking for. If I'm looking for a trend, I'm spending 30 minutes intentionally looking for a trend or an audio, or in this case, it could be a creator that you resonate with. And then the next step would be connect, engage with them, send them a DM. Um, And then now you know, okay, I connect with this creator. You can kind of build from that, find other creators they're connected with or that are similar to them. Um, So the thing is though, you got to find them. Then once you find them, you got to engage. So that's what I would say. Yeah. Well, and I just love to just to like recap our own little timeline. I, I should have pulled up exactly when I sent you a DM, um, but I, it was quick. Like I literally saw that you were starting to educate. Um, it looked like you were, um, you were filmed somewhere, um, maybe a conference or a workshop or something. And I saw that and I'm like, okay, oh my gosh, now's my chance. I started these connection calls here for the Keanu Marie weekly podcast. And I really am looking for just really awesome, genuine guests that are chasing their dreams and can be an inspiration for literally anyone, um, not just photographers. And so literally within, I would say probably about two days, we like, I reached out to you through TikTok. I scrolled your stuff. I found your Instagram. I sent you a DM from the DM. You gave me your email. Then once I had your email, I sent it like a quick little like introduction email and I didn't pitch the podcast right away. I was like, Hey, I would love for you to be on the podcast. If this is something you're interested in, please get back to me. And then of course you were like, yeah, that sounds great. And so I sent you the link through HoneyBook. You booked it. And here we are today. Like, this is the power of TikTok y'all. Like, I'm just so amazed. Absolutely. But this never would have happened if you hadn't engaged. Yes. So that's the thing. You can find people all day long. There are millions, billions. I don't know how many people are on the internet, but 
You know, you can find people all day long. You could probably, as you scroll through 30 minutes, I don't even want to think about the number of people and faces you could come across. Cause honestly, it might make me like a little like, oh gosh, that's probably not good because technology is scary sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like just how many people you can come across in a short amount of time from all around the world. Like, wow, that's a little deep, but um, you can find all those people. But if you want to make the connection, you have to engage. So, and that's why we're here because you engaged. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, tell us more about this education. Cause I know you were starting mentoring and this is something that you're like getting rolling with. So I would love for you to share your heart behind that and what that looks like for you. So, um, you mentioned a TikTok You saw me doing education. That was for my shot on iPhone course, um, that I held at a local studio here. They reached out to me and they are just incredible. Um, they're hosting these affordable courses with people here local, um, just to help reach people in the community, um, and just share knowledge. And it's just incredible. So I was super honored when they reached out to me and asked me to teach a shot on iPhone course. So I recorded it and that's the content that I think you came across. And also, can I tell a funny story with that really quick? Yeah, of course. So (laughs) I did a family shoot um, two years ago for a sweet family friend and she shared it the other day. And of course I was like, oh, so I went back to the original post. I was just scrolling through the comments just to see what people were saying back then. And I saw someone who said, did she, did you really shoot this on your phone? And I said, yeah, I did. And she uh, said, well, let me know if you ever have a course. And I was like, Okay. Yeah. And I remember as soon as I read that the other day, I remember two years ago and thinking that ain't going to (laughs) happen. There's no way. First of all, like, I don't even know what I would say in my course. And then I don't even think anybody would buy it. So that's a fat chance. Um, so it was just funny being able to comment back and be like, Hey, I know it's been two years, but I have a course now. So Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a beginner basic um, iPhone course. It's really perfect for anybody, whether you want to get into doing what I'm doing, you just want to level up your content and you're a small business owner making reels. If you are a influencer or travel vlogger and you want to step up your game, I mean, literally anyone I feel like could benefit from this. It's 30 minutes and $10. It's the beginner basics, but I feel like it really opens the door and opens your brain up to like, the very tip of the iceberg. So then you can go deeper from there. Um, and then mentorships is something I've toyed around with for a long time. I am one of those people that I'm like, I don't feel like I am, I don't know if worthy is the right word, but I'm like, I don't think I'm the person to teach you this. I don't feel like I'm there at that point yet. But I had so much interest and I did find myself, I've been helping people for a long time. Um, And it was actually the people who were reaching out to me, asking me for help, who said, please let us compensate you for this knowledge that I think really drove me to entertain the idea of mentorships. So I'm going through a test with that right now to see how it goes. I never, if I do anything, it has to be done in excellence. I'm not going to jump into anything um, if it's not going to provide the most value for people. So um, if I come out in a couple of months and announce I have official mentorship spots open, just know your girl did the time and put in the work to make sure it was something good. So we're testing around with that right now. Um, But 
My wedding season is about to start. I've had a lot of fun just posting free informational educational reels on Instagram and TikTok, but unfortunately that's probably going to be halting here soon once my wedding season starts in a couple weeks. So yeah, I just, I like to try to keep things as affordable and accessible for everybody. But at the same time, as you know, sometimes you don't set your price, your demand sets your price. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of the education side of what's been going on. That sounds incredible. And I love how you really are being very intentional about this, right? And I, I think too, I have to say, like, not to like push you and be like, okay, well, here we go. Like, do this anyway. <laughs> But I do think a lot of us and like how you mentioned too, and I want to go back full circle when you were, you know, a young girl and your daddy was like following you around trying to take photos and videos of you and you wanted to grab it and you want to be behind the camera. I think a lot of us entrepreneurs and creatives and natural born artists, we actually aren't aware how talented we are because a lot of these things come easy to us, right? So I feel like that's something that even I struggle with, right? Like coming out with education, coming out with a, I have a whole resource garden for photographers and entrepreneurs. Like that has taken me so long to like, like put out there because there's a piece of my brain that thinks, well, this is easy for me. Therefore it's easy for other people. They just don't do it. So can you relate to that? Absolutely. I was just sitting here thinking um, a lot of the things that I tell people and I, and I don't want to say anyone's stupid. That's definitely not how I want this to come across. Like it's exactly what you're saying where I think it it's easy for me. So it's easy for everybody else, right? Like this is common knowledge. I think is what I think is people would message me and just say, like, ask me questions. And I would think, wait, that's not common knowledge. I would think that is common knowledge. So it made me restructure in my brain what's really a beginner basic. Just because something comes easy to me or natural to me does not mean that it's common knowledge for other people. And it really helps to solidify something inside of you that says, wow, I do have value to offer people. I do know more than maybe I think I do. Um, So that mindset and people asking me questions has helped to push me into not that I've ever been gatekeepy or um, not willing to share information. It's almost quite the opposite. I'll do that for free without questions. I'm like, yeah, buy me a coffee. I'll tell you everything you want to know. Um, But then when people ask you questions and you realize just how basic of questions they have and how much more you have to offer, you're like, wow, um, okay, this could be something here. So those those conversations and those mindset shifts are what have pushed me to entertain the idea of mentorships and education. I love that. And it's so inspiring because I think each of us has our own zone of genius. And I think we have to hear this, right? Because it's one thing for a videographer to share this or a photographer or content generator like myself, or even a realtor or a dog walker. Like it doesn't matter. I feel like we all have our own zones of genius, but this is why I love these candid conversations. Because if you're listening and you're thinking, Hey, I do this thing all the time and I'm really good at it. Other people who don't are just lazy. Like, no, that's not the case. We don't know. Like, you know, so teach us, teach us your ways. Yes. People aren't lazy or stupid. They just don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, share your natural abilities. And it's so cool when someone can take their natural God-given abilities and then build on it. And then it becomes almost an expertise situation. I mean, that's just the coolest. That's when someone is really honed into their craft. So that's, 
Oh, it's so cool. I love seeing other people in our community. And like you said, even I was just thinking of someone who walks dogs, like you said, a dog walker. And I could just imagine seeing someone and me thinking, man, how do they do that? Like, I could never do that. And I'm sure they would probably think, oh, well, you hold the leash like this, or you got to do this or have these treats or do this. And it would probably be things they think, well, duh. Yeah. (laughs) How else would you walk a dog properly? You know? So it's just, yeah, it's got my wheels turning and that's cool. It does. Oh, I love this so much. Well, thank you so much, Sav. So one question I love to ask every single guest that comes to the podcast um, would be a key tip to share. So do you have a key tip, a piece of wisdom that you'd like to share for entrepreneurs? Maybe it's something that you wish you knew sooner. I think in any industry, if you go in with a heart to serve people well, that is going to take you so far. Um, because there's so many people that offer a quality product. There's probably even several people in your industry that offer a quality product, but what is going to drive word of mouth referrals, return customers is going to be the way that you treat them, your customer service, your client experience. Um, it's going to be the little ways that you find if you go into your sessions or your meetings or your wedding days or whatever you're going into with just your heart in a position of, I am going to not only take the opportunity to serve when I see it, but I'm going to find ways to serve people. I'm going to step out, even if it has nothing to do with my video I'm shooting or my dog I'm walking or whatever it is, just to make this person's life better. I think Um, that would be something like, I've really done that for a long time or been in that heart position for quite a while now, but you can always start sooner. So, um, that's what I would say. Just go in it with the intention to serve people, even if it doesn't benefit you or your product. That's so beautiful. I'm so thankful for you for sharing that and just sharing that reminder. Cause I do think there can be this little, um, like resistance when it comes to everyone's making money online, right? Everyone is trying to scale. Everyone is trying to go viral and to really get their business online and in the eyes and on the scrolls of so many people. But we have to remember, it's actually the people typically locally that are hiring us, right? So like those those genuine referrals, those friendships you're making with vendors, those connections you're making with the bridesmaids and with wedding guests. And then of course, insert any business, right? Like that you're working on. It's all about the people and the heart behind it. And I just think you just answer that so beautifully. I'm so excited. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. So how can we find you, Sav? Honestly, like you mentioned Kansas City and I'm like, oh, I didn't even know you live there or lived near there. So like, where are you located? How can we be your best friend online? I'm located in Southwest Missouri. Um, So really the four state area, Missouri, Arkansas, Kansas, Oklahoma. I'm your girl. Um, I don't travel just because I have little a little one at home. Um, That's a conscious choice I've made. Um, You can find me on the interwebs on Facebook, if you even still have that, do do people use Facebook anymore? I don't know. Um, but I'm on there, uh, a girl in her phone. Um, you can find me on Instagram at a girl in her phone videos. You can find me on TikTok at a girl in her phone videos. And I have a YouTube channel. If you would like to dive in and watch the full films, um, which I would highly encourage you to do if you're interested in the wedding side of all of this, um, at a girl in her phone. 
Amazing. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I feel like you definitely sparked tons of ideas, tons of inspiration, and a lot of encouragement too for anyone who is ready to either start a business, maybe experience a pivot or just try something new. And and also too, I really want to highlight that this really is your side gig, right? Like you're a mom, you have another full-time job, and this is something that is sparking your flame. I feel like there's so much pressure to put your two weeks in, quit your job, burn your house down, move away, like all these <laughs> things, right? They're like all these things. So like, it's okay, yes. but having a nine to five job is very admirable and it's a beautiful thing. And I love that you can kind of dip your toes into many things and still be very successful. So thank you so much, Sav. Thank you so much. Um, You had the best questions. Thanks for being a good listener. And so smiley, your beautiful face just is like lighting up my screen and making me smile. So thank you. You've said it a couple times of me sharing my light. Thank you for sharing your light. Um, The internet's a better place with you in it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. You too. Thank you. This is your sign to stop scrolling and start connecting. If you find an inspiring video or learn something new on TikTok, don't just heart it or save it. Do that, but then also comment and make intentional connections. I truly believe that we find what we're looking for online. And if you're looking for new friends, new business opportunities and magic, you'll find it. Connecting with Sab truly was a random connection, and I'm so happy we collided. I can't wait to continue supporting her business and watching her thrive online from across the country. Your Sav is out there too, babe. She's juggling a family, a crazy wedding season, and maybe even in the Chick-fil-A line listening to 90s and 2000s throwbacks. But she's out there, I promise. I challenge you to reach out to an influencer, blogger, or someone online that you think you two would be instant friends if you met in real life. Slide into those DMs or send them a message to let them know that you love their content. Ask for an affiliate link they shared recently or just let them know that you're a real human that relates to what they're sharing. Be safe and have fun. Go make those connections, babe. We're always just one connection away from changing our lives. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.